Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. We missed this morning, so I figured I'd give you two hours of my uh, voice if you're listening to us on the audio version. Um, otherwise, I figured that we just had a lot more to explore and talk about in this new year in 2022. And I don't want to give you guys hopium, but I do want to invite you to invite your friends to the podcast. Go to Apple Podcast, um, download it, uh, listen to us there. Um, obviously if you get tired of my voice, there are times that I'm not on that Max is on and that Jake are on, but you know, we're going to talk about some other things today. And I know we have some callers that have called in as well. So we'll start with a couple callers and then we want to talk about what's happening in Israel when it's talking what's happening in different parts of the country or parts of parts of the world. We've had some conversations with people in Italy. We've had some conversations with people, um, in Germany in Spain, um, really scary stuff that's happening all over the world. Uh, Australia, New Zealand. Um, and there is a large push right now that people are saying, listen, if I got to get back to, you know, using slashers to, to earn our freedoms back, we will. And um, the, the, what's scary about that is that people all over the world are lining up. And I think one of the reasons why we have all of the things that are happening in the United States is because it's a divisive strategy. Um, and what I mean by that is COVID is a distraction and you have COVID and you have open borders, total distraction. Some people will be on one fence, some will be on the other. And what they do is they try to subdivide people in such a way that they can't stand together. I want to tell you, though, that COVID was the ultimate tool to divide and destroy um, our, our world, not just our country, but our world. And you could say, Joe, that's a conspiracy theory. And I would tell you, it's not a theory. Look at what's been done. Look at what's been done. Nothing that the government has done, nothing good has come out of it, not just here, but in any country out there. No, no good has come of it. And on top of that, if you start looking at the other things that we're dealing with, not just the medical tyranny, but the open borders and the election fraud, these are things that other countries have been dealing with for a long time. And here we are in the United States with multiple things that are coming up everywhere. Suppression of the First Amendment, because you have the you know big tech and the uh, mainstream media, which are doing great harm to the American people. And we're finally starting to step up saying, meet me somewhere else. Let's put these guys out of business. My goal in 2022 is to get the lawsuit actually out there, go through all the different parts with, with Facebook because we are suing them, but also the other media companies that we're dealing with is to put them out of business. Stop them from getting access to anything that we have as a country. And, and frankly, they are the reason why we're facing what we're facing today. And um, yeah, pretty crazy stuff. Let's just have one call real quick, and then we're gonna get into Jake. I'll have you talk a little bit about what's happening in Israel. Next caller is Joanne. Joanne, are you with us? Hey, I am Joe. Thanks for keeping me on. Absolutely. Um. Okay. So, can you hear me good? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I was having trouble with that before. Okay, so I follow you on Telegram, and I'm seeing. I love your message about that. It's time for us. Trump's not coming. It's up to us to stand up and get involved and take action. I'm seeing all throughout the channel, so many people are so frustrated and ready to do something. Yeah. But we as followers are stuck almost in an echo chamber. I've got four friends that I found within the channels, and we have formed a group. Um, and we're trying to bring, and they're actually watching right now, so they're with Awesome. Are you there? Joanne, you got to be there. Okay, there you go. Sorry, you disappeared for a second. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um, so um, we've got this little group, and we're trying to bring more people into it from the, from the channels, in the comments, so that we can start to take action and do exactly what you're saying. Yeah. But the problem is when we're stuck in the comment section, it's hard, you know, you try to say like, hey, send me a private message. Let's, you know, talk. People think you're a shill, that it's a scam. <laughs> it's so hard. So, so hard. I mean, the fact that I was able to pull four people together was a miracle. 
So yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. As someone who follows these channels, you've got an awesome, you've got everybody's attention in the room. It would be great if you could kick off like, hey, I know you guys are out there. Let's go state by state and just somehow start setting up different, I'm going to call it a post for lack of a better word. Put yep. up a post like Georgia, another one for Florida, whatever. And then somehow help us start to, I would love to see a channel for every state. And we are all going in the same direction. Like here's our task for the week, for the month, whatever. And we start to pull together as a nation and drop the fucking hammer and do what has to be done to get our country back. But we can't do it in the comments. We're so limited. We need like you guys with a platform. Okay. So here, here's what I will tell you that we have this thing called FEC United. It's faith, education, and commerce. I built it as a nonprofit. Um, we do have the ability to set up charters where you can have conversations with just the people in your state and in your area. Um, and right. so I, I set that up because I thought it was a great tool. We have 300,000 or so members um, across the United States and growing. Um, I did a 24-hour, I don't know if you know this, but I did a 24-hour telethon where I stayed up yep. for 24 hours. I was hours. watching, yeah. That was tough. I'm not going to lie. Last few hours okay. were really tough. It, it's like going to a party all night. You could do it when you're, uh, you know, uh, 22, but doing it when you get older is a little different. But um, I'm so sure. we, we are doing these things, but, it, it you know, I, I'm going to send to describe something that happened today as, as an example so you understand what we're dealing with. We, um, we have been doing some great things collectively, a bunch of organizations, and we had someone that stepped in, um, stepped into the, the uh, we call it fire relief for what's happening, and started just hammering people and bad-mouthing organizations, one of which is FEC United. Now, keep in mind, for the last mm -hmm. four days, I've probably gotten four hours of sleep, and I had just been driving all over the place trying to help as many families as I could, and... and um, uh, but people like to stir stuff. So, mm -hmm. so, so you got to have what I keep talking to everyone about in the first hour about having humility and stepping away from your ego. We have to do it, too. But because we're so strong, mm -hmm. and we're strong in our faith and we're strong in our belief of, of American values. We're our own worst enemy. And we fight with each other with impunity. And so we, we just have to, you know, one of the rules to this game that I always say is that we have to be more tolerant of each other and say, ah, you just, you know how Joe is. Joe wants to throw everybody on their neck, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and, that right way, and that way we get to a place where we can have substantive conversations about what's next. Because even in this, we finally got back down to it because I, I fired off and said, let me tell you something. If you, if you have a problem, we can, I'll meet, meet in the parking lot. I didn't say that, but maybe it was something like that. Um, but we got back to where we were just frustrated because of so many things happening. And sometimes as, as, as individuals, like you just said it, you put something in the comments and they think you're this or I think you're that. You just got to push past that and say, look, I know you think this, but we, we do have a platform to do this. And we have a platform here. And if you get on to um, uh, Rumble, if you get on to DLive or to Twitch, you can, you can connect with, or even on the website, you can connect with other people. And over time, you'll start to, you'll, you'll get people to say, all right, connect with me here. I'm in the same state. Maybe we'll do that. We'll just do a thing where we have everyone just list out the state they're in and see if we can get people connected um, that have similar Yeah, I mean, values. that would be great. It's just as somebody that's always in the comments and constantly trying to reach out to people and connect with people, I just, I can't even tell you how hard it is. And I just keep thinking if there's somebody like you or one of the other guys with the channels that could just but you Give are like push me. Start for us. But you are like me. I definitely am like you, yeah. but I don't command. Yeah. You know what I mean by commanding the room? Like if you were just to put up that post, like, hey, Georgians, right here, let's, you know, put your names together and talk to each other and start to organize together. Yeah. Um, so, so, but I, but I want to be, but I want to be really clear. I think one of the reasons why for me, this has been one of the hardest journeys ever is because I'm just like you. You know, I, I've mm -hmm. had a servant mentality my entire life. Right. I've also been from the south side of heaven, so I'm not afraid to say that I have a strong personality, but I know when to lead and when to <laughs> submit. And we just have to do the same thing. And and I try to lead by example and I try to do this when I'm having conversations with David and Jovan and and Lynn Wood. And I'm super protective of Lynn Wood. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm super protected of him because okay. here's a guy that literally did not need to get in the middle of any of this and has suffered the consequences of them attacking him. Um, 
that, that are just it's unbelievable the, the 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 i mean he literally sacrificed his family like his family does not talk to him yeah as a result of this and i it's know just, it's I wrong know. it's wrong so um i agree so so hey listen i i will do that thank you for calling i think we got two more callers behind you but um god bless you and thanks for being in the fight you too with thanks, all, Jeff. Of us. all right take care okay so Jake, you have anything you want to say before we bring another caller on? No, I, I saw one of his comments, the guys uh, referencing your 24-hour marathon. And I was thinking back to when you called that drink a fruit sandwich. I think it was like hour 22 into it. Yeah, I called a fruit sandwich. So we, I, I was behind the scenes scheduling all the guests. <laughs> and Joe, I was just like looking at him through the window. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's, uh, he's starting to slip a bit. So we, we made these drinks. Uh, with some like fresh berries and ice water, and I want to get that sound bite, and we use it, you know, down the road. But uh, I forget. Uh, I think Josh walked in with the glass, and you go, "Oh, look at that! It's great! Look at that fruit sandwich!" And you just stare. And we're all like, oh, "Nope, it's yeah. not, a, not a fruit sandwich." It's funny what sleep deprivation will do to people. Yeah, it, it's crazy, and, and everyone handles it differently. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's crazy. So I, we have somebody else on here right now. I think it's Jim. Is Jim on there? Who's our next caller? All right, let's bring Jim on. Jim, welcome to the show. Jim, are you there? Jim, are you there? Welcome to the show. Yes, Jim is here. Hey, Jim. Hey, uh, Joel. You've been, hey, thanks for the shout-out. Hang on, i got to turn off hey. this uh, sound. I'm getting an echo. There we go. Yeah, I heard you mention me at a stop hour. My phone lit up. Some friends were calling. And, oh, uh, awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I, I think you're amazing. So there, there you go. Yeah, let's. Uh, we've got we've had a relationship. We, we you know, we've met. Um, we got some plans in the works, but uh, I'd like to turn that into more of a working relationship and yeah. get get Ed involved. So yeah, yeah I just. I, uh, I think Ed's amazing. I understand Ed. I'm. Tr- we we're trying to figure out a way to get Ed right in the middle of all of this, where we can actually understand it. We start talking about quadratic equations and turning the the axis and. People would literally their eyeballs would melt, <laughs> but it's but it's so true. Yeah, yeah. I think we start with the uh, the two counties he's analyzing Nevada, and it's got some traction already out there with uh, law enforcement and whatnot. So I think we start there, yeah. And we work our way to harder examples, but I mean, yeah. Just uh, kudos to you for kind of stepping in to the fray here and trying to stop bullets from all directions, like Neo. But um, yeah, I mean, look, it, you know, at some we point, we've got to speak man. truth, right? We've got to speak truth and we've got to make sure that the things that we say and the things that we do matter. Right. And when we're shooting at each other, it's a distraction. The left eats it up. They love it because they love conflict. Right. Because they're evil. I mean, the radical left are, are evil. I don't want to say the left are evil, although I would think they could reexamine what they do on when it comes to um, abortion. I think abortion and killing babies 100% is the wrong thing and the wrong thing you should you should never support it. You know, people say that I'm pro-choice, but it doesn't mean that I would do it. That means you're just, you know, that you're by being silent, you're allowing entire generations to be killed off um, in that environment. But I will say the radical left is definitely evil and they're eating up these conflicts. And uh, at the same time, I got to tell you, Jim, if we don't if we don't stop the the bickering you're going to get guys like me that are like, you know what? I'll play my part, but I'm out. Yep, right? exactly. I mean, it, it takes so much energy to push the rock up the hill. And then if you get there, you want help. You know, you got to ma- maximize that kinetic energy, potential energy, and turn it into kinetic energy. Oh, and I just see a lot of people doing great work. They're coming in hot, but they just can't get the tail hook to stick. And they got to go around, but. We need to get some stuff to stick. We need to get Ed, Ed's work into court. Yeah, I know so, that's going to be a challenge. So so what I'd like to but, do and what I'm going to propose, Jim, is that I'll, I'll be the catalyst. I'll, I will be the, the CEO. You don't have to pay me for it. Nobody has to pay me for it. I will be the CEO, and I will gather, and we'll put people on different teams, and they'll be their job will be to work together. I mean, the, the, the problem that you have is you have, you have Jovan that wants to be, you know, all or nothing. And I think that that is dangerous. So, Javon, if you're listening to this, I think it's dangerous that you think that you are the Holy Grail. It's not that I don't dislike you, but I think that you need to have thought leadership and you need to have other people surround you that, that make it, that, that make your work, if your work is legitimate, 
And now I'm going to call you out a little bit. If your work's legitimate, then you should not have a problem with collaboration, QCing, and doing what I call uh, relevant proofing. And that means that you have uh, peer review that allows for that information to be validated so that when it gets in front of a Brnovich or someone else, we can actually make sure that what we have is, is factual. It works. Jim, I'll give you the final word. We've got a bunch of callers behind you. But God bless you, brother. I think that you're doing great work, and thank you for all the things that you've done with uh, Draza and Ed and Ann. And yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm happy to do it. It's fun working with great people, and you, I count you among them. Uh, next year when you're in South Dakota, give me a little heads up. I'll come down and shoot some peasants with you. Hey, say when. Which part of South Dakota are you in, or just area? No, I'm close? in uh, Minnesota, but we had some corn spills from the harvest left over, and there's been a bunch of cocks, the pheasants running around cleaning it up. I'll yeah, send you and, some pictures. And Jim, let's let's call let's call this out because I want to make sure that everyone understands it. The reason why that Ed Solomon has not come forward, and he is a brilliant, a brilliant mind when it comes to math. He is brilliant, no doubt. Okay, is that um, he sold drugs and got caught. Brilliant minds yep. do things that, frankly, <laughs> some others wouldn't do, right? He was an entrepreneur spirit, and he got caught. And uh, But that's why. They want to discount the fact of who he is because of that. While I would tell you that I have spent enough time talking to Ed that he is brilliant, and that does not define him. I mean, for me, that doesn't define him at all because of the type of person he is and the things that you see in his character shine through just after a couple conversations, yeah, it's easy I'll, to see. You nailed it. There is that. Um, his only mistake really was that he wasn't working for the CIA when he did it. So Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> I guess they're, they're in the business, I, I've heard. Yeah, anyway. just a little bit. They don't like competition. Well, I don't mean to suck up all your college time, but um, great job. Uh, we'll be in touch. And uh, Hey, God bless you. Thanks, yeah. Jim. Thank you, Joe. All right. So we got a couple callers that are on as well, but let's quickly go through, if you would. Let's go through the thing with Israel. Yeah, this is so. this is important because the, it's the country that is the most vaccinated. They they literally have forced vaccinations for I think ninety nine point nine percent of the people are vaccinated. So I, I you know I've seen these people around us getting sicker, you know, yeah. sicker people that are like Josh coming yeah. down with COVID. They're getting. Uh, I've had COVID twice, and it was not even on par with a cold. You know, I lost sense of taste mildly lethargic but i never you know i never got leveled by it and so you didn't have very good taste before yeah well i mean look at me, <laughs> right? look at me look yeah. at these glasses <laughs> uh so these uh you know these people have been getting sicker and sicker and 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 you know incapacitated longer and then you have this rhetoric coming out from all parts of the country and even the world that you know cases are surging new york is the highest it's ever been. We broke some records a few days ago nationwide with all these new cases, and you start to put it together that, or, you know, ponder that uh, how directly involved is the vaccine itself in creating this uh, situation. And, you know, one of, one of the uh, countries that was first to really vaccinate the majority of their population was Israel. And, you know, now they're, they're pushing out... Uh, the fourth booster or the second booster for you know fourth round but there's a there's another thing coming up that a lot of people will probably look past but one you know this was something doctors had warned us about of wait until we get into the winter time right and then the flu and coronavirus uh the vaccine see how it affects the dynamic of you getting the flu or if you had taken the flu vaccine and then now you take the COVID vaccine, what that will mean for you with the consequences. So Israel, you know, one of the most highly vaccinated countries in the world uh, has just experienced their first uh, flu-rona case. Yeah. So it's uh, a, a rare... Flurona, but it's killing, it's killing all their bird population, which means they're pushing in all the eggs and bird population from the United States. The only problem is they haven't figured out where it's coming from and whether or not this is a COVID transmission that's happening from a, from people down to the bird population. And frankly, this is something that they they were afraid of coming from animals to humans. And again, you got to be really careful with the radical left and what they do. And depopulation is a real thing. They've talked about it. And things that they're doing right now, which will affect our food, pop, our, our food um, 
and everything else that we're dealing with, these are real things that we should be talking about and considering. They, they brought in 100 million eggs into Israel. And those actually came from Europe. But the, the, <coughs> the, you know, the real emergency here is, is the food aspect because all of these poultry farms, they're killing everything off, right? So they're talking about tens of, I mean, hundreds of thousands of birds getting uh, exterminated right because they're saying there's this extremely uh, you know headline was that they've never seen anything like this uh, <coughs> avian flu and it's spreading to bulgaria it's spreading all over europe and so they're staring i mean 2022 it's looking like they're staring a massive food emergency in its face and start to wonder you know why is yeah. it all of a sudden an unseen uh avian pandemic is now the big threat in a country that rushed to get everyone vaccinated and, you know, if, if, if the virus jumped from animal to human, then how difficult is it for it to jump from, you know, human to animal? You know, they're talking about zoo animals that test positive, dogs that test positive. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a scary reality. Uh, you can go online and, and look into this yourself because it's, it's pretty well covered at this point. But it's a scary reality that everything else we dealt with, you know, has been manageable to some degree, but wait for the people to run out of food. Yeah, and I think that's the thing when you start talking about something that happens in Israel and it ends up getting here. That's a real problem that we have to address, right? Real it's, problem. It's all over Europe. Yeah, uh, Bulgaria, so, so Germany. To, so I need to do this read really quick because this is a really good sponsor for us. Um, everyone, make sure that you have your family protected in a medical emergency. Um, yeah, we know that most of us not think about the insurance and not necessarily cover costs of emergency medical flights or the high deductibles or co-pays that come with them. And Air Medcare Network um, has, has really built a program that is both inexpensive and can help protect your family if something tragic does happen and you have to be transported. Um, uh, if an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, the membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year, the entire household. AMC covers over 100,000 patients a year um, uh, whose entire family are covered. I did get the chance to meet the CEO of this company, and what an amazing man. And uh, I, I met him at a charity auction, which is why I said that I really wanted to make sure that that we had them as a sponsor going into 2022. Now, as a listener to the show, you also get a $50 Visa or Amazon gift card with new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use the offer code daily. Um, you actually don't even have to use the offer, the slash daily. If you use the daily code, it'll actually show up as well. But um, again, it's fire insurance up to $85 a year. And there's also another program below it that um, I got that protects my entire family if I had to be flown back uh, to my home state. So in, in short, the, uh, what it looks like is, you know, it hasn't crossed the ocean yet. But no. when you're talking about 100 million eggs and, you know, countries dependent on food chain, kind of, kind of terrifying, kind of a, a terrifying reality yeah. that, you know, wait, wait till it gets into South America. Then, then you know, you want to go full conspiracy theorists. You start piecing together uh, Bill Gates' uh, <laughs> investments in farmland in this country and his push for you know, green meat, plant-based meat, right? And yeah. uh, here's a perfect example as to how you can, you know, push that into uh, a, that, a situation where everyone, you know, the, the, the poultry and animal supplies have to get exterminated. Yeah, so um, we have another caller. Let's bring another caller on real quick. We talked about mm -hmm. that. You can either, if you want to be a caller and talk about that, you can talk about that. Or you can talk about what we were talking about before, which is the election integrity and kind of getting some cohesion um, in our movement. Um, next caller is A, I think. Is that right? I got A? That is correct. A, I how go you by A. Hey. Can you guys hey. hear me? Must be from Canada. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to uh, say thank you guys for what you guys do, for the efforts. And I, I know that a lot of people have election fatigue. But I just wanted to give you guys some encouragement and let you guys know that people really do believe in you guys, believe in, in the efforts that you guys are doing, and I'm 100% behind you guys. So hey, hey, I, I wanted to get that out of the you. way. Yeah, thank you very much. Do you have anything you want to contribute to what's happening? I mean, how do you, how do you feel about the, the all the fighting that's happening um, you know, on our side? And, you know, you know again, I, I tell people to just you know, lay down your arms. Don't take sides. And if you do, take so silently. And tell them all to, you know, get in a room and 
put on the big boxing gloves and pummel each other. Yeah, well, big animals move slow, right? Yeah. So this whole election system, although I would love for all of us to get up and walk to these people's houses, come out and say, show me the ballots, that's not always the way it works. So I understand we've all been a little emotional for about a year, right? Yeah, yeah. So I get it, right? Um, I, I do think that Javon's a great guy. I think that he's not a normal human, right? Uh, and I what I mean by that. that is how many, how many patents does he have? Right. So he comes at things a little bit differently. His goal is to hit the finish line. And maybe that's what we see happening. But I will tell you that I've been expecting weirdness in fights for a while. I'm surprised it's taken this long because that's exactly what the enemy would like us to do. People pointing at each other. Right. What about this? And what about that? And I think that people just need to relax, see what the real issues are and get united and go for it. That's that's my opinion. Yeah, and and but I think we're gonna have to drag some controlled opposition or even people that are maybe being a little bit more selfish. We we'll have to drag them to the finish line, right? So I I, I think that I, Frank, I, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, I I absolutely agree. I I agree that if we have to drag people to the finish line, let's drag them. But I will say this: that if it is true that anyone is assisting people to changed their mind as to not really look at forensic audits and look at the physical ballot, I personally would have an issue with it, right? But not to talk about that, I think that we really do all need to unite, get on the same damn page, and move forward. Right. I agree with you 100%. I agree with you 100%. And I I will say this. I've gotten to this point uh, because of Mike Lindell's symposium, right? That guy opened my eyes. I joined that symposium, you know, on my internet, because I wanted to see how I can disprove it. I'm going to be honest. I I thought that both sides for a long time have been full of crap. And I said, I'd like to see. Now, my background is forensics. I'm a computer guy. That's what I do for a living. And I went out and I downloaded the Colorado servers. I did all my own forensics. And 100%, it's there. So I just wanted to say thank you again for what you guys do. Hey, thank you. And thank you for calling. God bless you. Thanks, hey. Yeah. So, 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 guys, I think we have a couple more callers. Do we have any more callers? Or are we good? Are we good with callers? We do have one more? I'll take a quick we got a thumbs up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What is that? Do we have someone? So, so, this show is also brought to you by MyPillow. Again, I want to give Mike the, the, the uh, credit due for all the work that he's done on the election integrity. So you can go to my pillow, save up to 66% with code CD21. And guys, you're like, hey, listen, you have all these ads that you're doing. And I was like, okay, but I'm going to make the ads quick. And by the way, if you go there and you spend some money and you use our code and you take care of uh, our sponsors, then I will make these very quick. You guys just keep getting out there and taking care of our sponsors and using our code. And I promise that I will not spend too much time on ads. But we are going to have coffee on here soon so i just want you to that's know very that's very exciting don't say anything about uh, it. don't say why would i say, say anything joe do yeah. you think do i like to ruin things so the the other thing you guys need to know is that god's bank is happening right that we talked about that we god's did. god's bank is happening it's happening and we talked a little bit about this um before you're going to have some great exciting things that are going to come next monday that god's bank will be a sponsor obviously it's something that i want to see grow we're going to see god's bank grow we, we got all of the platform information done for it. Now we're working on um, getting the entitlements done with the uh, underlying banks. And uh, from there, we'll get approval with uh, Visa MasterCard. I think it'll be really great. But I like the fact that it's God's bank and um, that uh, that's going to really just make the, the radical left who, who you know, uh, are godless going to make their heads explode, I think. That'll be beautiful. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. All right, so we have another caller. Who's the next caller? Roger's the next caller? Roger, Roger, you're with us. Welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah, I'm still, I'm still with you. How you doing, Roger? Hello. How are you? You're, you're right. live. You're live. Who am I sir. talking to? This is Joe. Oh boy, Joe, what's going on, brother? How you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. Hey, listen, I'm that goofy guy that sent you that um, telegram off of Facebook, banning FUC United. Oh, it's unbelievable, isn't it, guys? From that. Yeah, well, yeah, they ban you yeah, for doing that. humanitarian work. Yeah, so they, they literally, yeah, FEC right. United, guys, everyone that goes to Facebook, go to Facebook and put in FECunited.com. 
and it will tell you that it violates their terms of service. Then go to FECUnited.com, become a member at $60 a year, and we have this thing going on right now to help the people at the fire. So if you want to donate money to help them, uh, we've been giving out money to people. But, uh, but go to it and then tell me anywhere on that website what would absolutely be construed as anything other than standing up for the community. And that will tell you that Facebook is trash. Yeah, you got that right, Bob. Now, and that, that hey, look, and that, that's good and evil. Just good and evil. It, yep. breaks, it, it breaks down to that. Yeah. Now, Joe, is. I'm a self-exiled airline pilot right now. Well, you know, um, my, my company went down back when this scandemic first started a year and a half or so ago. I flew about three laps around this continent per month. And I carried papers that allowed me to bypass all of the security protocols for contact tracing and all that for the most dangerous virus in the planet. Now, I'm a single dad of four kids, and I love my kids. Absolutely love them. And these, part of my French, Richard Craniums, gave me that authority to bypass all that contact tracing. I was never tested once. Yeah. So I kind of got red pill on that. So I started doing some research. I've been on research now for um, well, the past year and a half, you know, and this chased me down to Kid Avenue, the, this COVID Avenue election stuff. Yeah. Now, um, I mean, I'm the uh, the COVID stuff is coming to light now with uh, Dr. McCulloch and everybody. That's all coming to light. Yeah. But on the election end. I have been seeing a very, well, how do you call it? Uh, a, uh, I don't know if I want to call it a conservative effort to divide everybody, but yeah. in our elections for the past, golly, 20 years, it's been an effort to divide us. You know, the, the election efforts. Um, if you look back, you know how everyone hated Bush Jr. Yeah. You know, truth be told, I can't stand the guy. You well, go back to Bush Senior, you see the rhetoric to divide, divide, to divide. And then you see the MAGA stuff come around. I mean, that's like the Hiroshima of division, you know, just dividing us even further. Everywhere we turn. And um, yeah, everywhere we turn, it's, we're just getting divided. And then you go down to this, um, how does someone put it, the... Uh, Election audit and industrial complex, you know, back yeah. in the very beginning, you know, uh, Bobby Python was putting a whammo on Dr. Frank. Bobby Python is a genius. He Dr. can turn Frank a chair a into genius. a, yeah. But, and and got, just so yeah, you know, no. Roger, I stepped in the middle of that. I called Bobby and said, apologize. I called Dr. Frank and said, apologize. They got together, apologized mm -hmm. to each other, and now they collaborate on work. It worked out. That should be what it. That's what happens, right? That should be how we handle things. It should be. Yes, exactly how it should be how we handle things. And then I see uh, Jovan and um, Patrick Colbert was going at it one another. Now Jovan is a visionary. That dude smokes more weed than I can possibly imagine, and, <laughs> and I say that as a euphemism. Yeah, I say that as a euphemism because I know guys who are visionaries who are absolutely like, holy cow, how much we do go through, and these guys are geniuses. And then Kovac is a uh, engineer. I've dealt with. I mean, I going back to an airline pilot. I have taught engineers, doctors, and visionaries to fly airplanes, and I have got to do it all different ways because they speak a totally different language. You know from one another i mean that they are just a visionary will despise an engineer and an engineer will despise a visionary you know engineer counts rivets a visionary tells you what the possibilities are yeah you know this conflict and I, I think i think the conflict for me is that is the most is the part that i just don't um is that it's, it's not that it's Roger. It's not that I don't have an opinion. It's not that I don't have an opinion. And as a CEO, I have I've had people work for me in the tech environment, right? And I know tech. I I absolutely know system architecture 
up one side, down the other. Uh, like, all right, here's how we do, we build it, uh, right? But uh, I think one of the issues that I have is that there's there's just a lack of tolerance for each other. And look, I don't think that David Clemens called out Jovan more than just asked the question, like, what? Why is this? And same with with Lynn. Yeah. Lynn just asked questions, and they didn't like the fact that he asked questions. Now, as soon as they came back and started attacking him, that's when it became the the, the hammer came down. And but I mean, oh, yeah. I will I will say this: um, General Flynn never came out and said a word about um, about Lynn, and Sidney Powell never said a word about anyone. And you know, Lynn just wants answers. He wants answers. And frankly, there are some things that I want answers to too, but. I'm going to do that privately because that's how I that's how I roll, but I'm not going to. Oh yeah, that's. But I, I will, agree. But yeah, I actually, that's biblical. Yeah. You take it to the yeah. person first. You take it to the preacher next, and then yeah. you take it to the congregation third. Yeah. You know, and I, uh, I, I think I I could almost guarantee that you and I are on the same page on this mess. Hundred percent. You know, and um, and. Uh, you know, like David asking questions, he's right. I mean, I'm asking those questions, you know, but I've been blessed with opportunities to work between the two. You know, the two types of, well, if I start coughing on you, forgive me. Yeah, it's I've okay. I'll take it from you. Uncovered. All did right. you. Did you have yeah. COVID, Roger? Yeah. Yes, yes, I have. All right. You are, know? You, are you good with all, all the right. stuff that you I, need? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm fine on that. Okay. You know, I got this deal. I was walking the park. You know, I'm not doing the hospital stuff or any of that BS. You know, and um, truth be told, that's a side story. <laughs> Some of the stuff I learned from, um, oh gosh, what was his name? Um, that tall, skinny, narrow faced guy there from Colorado um, that did a. Uh, what are you talking about? It's not Zelenko, Dr. Zelenko. It was, uh, oh my gosh. Thank God for um, thank God for um, short-term memory and short. Um, well, nonetheless, you know he's talking about um, um, uh, tidal volumes in the lungs and all this stuff. You know, back when it's very first beginning, and I have a very one of my very best friends in OB doc, and I told him this stuff. He was skeptical at first, but they went to <coughs> our hospital and he told the girls in the front you know when a doctor gave an order for this particular tidal volume on the respirator yeah they just cut it in half and made it faster you know it saved a few people you know awesome. that that was street level street level stuff and we saved a few lives but that's a side note but um get back to this we're all being divided on purpose by design some yeah. way or another I agree, you know, but and, and I'm going to be, and I'm going to be the the voice of reason that steps in the middle, and says, "Listen, yeah. if if I need to, and I just said this to Jim on this call, if I need to step in there and, and be the CEO type that says, 'All right, you do this, you do this,' and I'll I'll judge you by the end of it. But but the the but but to get people to a place where they will allow that to happen and submit, to and be accountable to people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the part mm-hmm. that we struggle with is accountability, and we struggle with it inside oh, of the movement as well. Yeah. Uh, it sure is. Well, you see, um, accountability is uh, almost a polar opposite of ego. Uh, I agree with you. you I know, agree with you. And, and, it, and it is, you know, and uh, we're dealing with strong egos. Listen, I fly airplanes. Let me tell you a funny joke. Do you know how you can tell you have a pilot at your party? All right, well, you have young pilots and old, was it young no, do you know how you can tell you have a pilot at your party? No, how? Don't worry about it. He'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Hey, Roger, I got to let you go, but hey, God bless you, and I, I hope you recover very, very shortly, and we'd like to have you back on the show. Um, I'd like to have some more information. I sure will, got. friend. All right, God bless and, you. Um, and We've DM. God bless. Have fun. Make sure you have too much fun because it's hard to be crabby when you're having fun. That's right. You got to have a little bit of joy. Thanks for calling in, Roger. Uh, so we have a couple more callers. I'm going to run through these callers. Um, we have two more on there, and uh, we're going to talk to Scott. Scott wants to talk about the prisoners, 
And so if we can have Scott, can we put Scott on? Is Scott here? You know, transfer Scott in. Scott, welcome to the show. You're with Joe and Jake. Hey, Scott. Yes, sir. You're here. Go turn, turn your, turn. I know you can listen to it, but you're going to have to turn that down. It's a little bit on a delay, but you're, you're live with us now. Okay. I got you. I just paused it. All right. How you doing, Scott? I'm doing good. How are y'all doing? Good, good, good. You were alive. You, uh, they said you wanted to talk about the prisoners in D.C. Uh, no, I mean, that's a good topic, too. But now I'm down here in Georgia, and I've you know been on this uh, audit chat group. Yep. And uh, some of the things they're doing to try to get the forensic audit done, which is contacting your state legislators, you know, by every means possible, the emails, the phone calls, text messages. And, you know, obviously it's not working. Obviously there's, you know, like you said, there's corruption in the GOP party also. There's people that don't want want it, and I'm going to attribute that to the RNC, you know, the headquarters. And nothing's getting done, and time is running out. And uh, I would like to know a better solution other than just keep doing the same old thing that when you know that nothing's going to get done, and the clock is running out. And well, I put a few suggestions in there, but nobody seems to like my idea because, you know, well, frankly, I'm not scared of what happens if we don't vote. Uh, but if the Democrats do take over, there's just no way that we're going to follow their direction in the red counties. My well, idea is to uh, threaten them with your vote. It's the only leverage we have, your vote and your money. Right. Well, no, listen, I, I agree with you on both sides, but they have your money anyway. You work for them because you're an indentured slave to them because 52 cents on every dollar goes to them. And everywhere you turn, they have your hands in your pocket and they're taking from you, forcing you into a position where you have to go and work two jobs in some cases or have both parents not have the not have the opportunity for one to stay home because of how they've you know created this high tax burden across the country. So. I think the issue that, 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 that I have is that we are actually making progress, but 2022 is the year, and I'm not even talking the year, it's the four months. Like we have, we have until April, right, to get rid of these voting machines and to hold people accountable. So I'm going to turn up the volume, I'm going to turn up the pressure on them, and I'm going to push everyone else to turn up the pressure as well. And I'm going to push really hard on the fact that how can you sit here and tell me you're going to run for office? How are you going to tell me you're going to run for office when you know that the elections are stolen? Are, are you then controlled opposition? Because then I will start calling people out. I'll start having a conversation about how do you run for office in a rigged, uh, in a rigged election system? How? And they've gotten better at it, by the way, Scott. They've gotten better at hiding it. Look what they did in New to Newsom. We saw it because we can uncover the algorithms. But they're, they're just they're stealing from everyone. They're stealing from everyone. The amount of fraud that is happening in this country is ginormous. When it comes to election integrity, the voice of the American people does not matter. Well, exactly. I mean, I, I, I've known something like this was going to happen since the 80s, that we were already too socialist for my blood and that this day was coming. And that the what this has proven is how corrupt the system is from the bottom all the way up when it comes to the mayors, the DAs, the election commissions, uh, the judges, uh, you know, all the way up to the top, all the way up to the FBI, CIA and all that. Right. Right. And uh, I've always been saying we need a tax revolt. The only the power that we have is noncompliance, and that means with our tax money too. And uh, I've kept track uh, of a little bit of what they're doing out there in Oregon, trying to uh, succeed into Idaho. I've looked up the two-state solution. In other words, if if we don't get our way, it doesn't scare me. But I mean, the Democrats control 500 counties. We got the other 2,500. You know, they're not going yeah. to win. Well, but, but but the, but the me, point is that we should never. Done, you have. Go ahead. No, we just have to get to the place where we just say enough is enough, and we we create. We already have the density. We have more than enough people that are just tired. Sixty-one percent of the country realizes it. Another, all we need is ten percent of those people to decide that hey, when it clacks off, we're right in the middle. And I don't mean clacks off, meaning violence. But and I don't. I I will not advocate well, I, for yeah, violence yeah, unless I'm we're not at war. Violence either. But, but right. when we're at war, you know, the idea of, of succeeding from the state or going to another thing or a county by county noncompliance is, is we, we will be peaceful. It forces them to make the move. Right. But you create your own, you know, the, the idea of getting your local sheriff involved, uh, creating your local militia, uh, getting out of the big banks, getting into the small 
uh, into the local small banks. You know, there's a lot of issues. I mean, and it's it's too much for me. I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I do a lot of thinking. But when I see what you're doing is not working, you got to start thinking of something else to get get it done. Because, uh, you know, I'm like you, the machines need to go. Every county here in uh, Georgia uses Dominion voting machines. Yeah, and then we need to have a a verification of all the ballots that come in, precinct by precinct. And we need to make sure that they all add up on the state level because the state level then cheats as well. And we saw that happen in 2021 in Colorado where they reported the the, um, stuff to the state from the machines to the state wrong. Why? Because they thought they could get away with it. When they got caught by election integrity guys, they said, oh, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. See, that's the whole thing that they say is they keep saying it's all a mistake, but they won't let us look into where the mistakes are across the country. So we have we have one more caller. Uh, uh-huh. Scott, I'll give you your last comment, and then we'll, we'll uh, have to let you go. Go ahead. Yeah, I just want to see some uh, solution quick. I'm kind of like you. I, I, I'd like to see something getting done, not keep doing the same thing and getting the same result. And uh, I don't know how you push the GOP, uh, the RNC, to push the people that are in power now. Say, hey, we need we need these audits. Start them. But if they did, if they told them that, it would happen. It would. But but they're on both sides. They're on both sides, creating chaos on both sides. It's so, a lot. You know, this all audit right. thing is it, it, it's getting close. But anyway, all right. But thank you. All right, God and bless thanks you. Thanks for Scott. the fight that y'all are putting up. I mean, I keep track of a bunch of you. Hey, shoulder to shoulder, brother. Right, shoulder you. to shoulder. Okay, we all have right, one more you. caller. Thank you. We have one more caller, Brian. Brian is he's still with us? Let's go bring Brian in, and then we'll wrap it up. Go through a few more things that I want to talk about. We got Brian, and not yet. Yep, Brian. Welcome to the show. Well, actually, this is Scott, and I'm the Scott that wanted to talk about the prisoners. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, he got me out of queue for some reason. There you I'm go. Sorry to get about over that. The Bush Hillary. Oh, that's okay. I'm trying to get over the Bush Hillary Obamacron. Oh, you you have the so you have the my voice. COVID too. I had it. I had it. I just got the uh, uh, like I got Obamacron. the uh, hydroxychloroquine and the ivermectin. Good. Did it help? So. Oh, yeah. It's the second uh-huh. time I've had it, but now they've got my family tied down with this stuff, and they're all, uh, they've all had the shots, and uh, it does nothing. It just makes them sicker. But anyway, uh, two things. I wanted to find out about Aaron Wagner. I know the other day I was listening to your podcast, and they said Aaron Wagner, who was the guy that gave the, uh, the uh, videos to the Arizona AG, died uh, suspiciously. So I hadn't he heard anything else about that, and that was... So, so we're we're working on so that, but we want to make anything. sure. Yeah, we want to make sure we have proper information on that. So we've done a lot of research. We also hired an investigator to gather information out of Arizona on why some of the subsur- uh, suspicious circumstances happened. We've had somebody else reach out to his his wife. Um, so if anybody else has any other way to get a hold of his wife, I'd like to hear what her thoughts are as well. And um, so there's a lot of things that have come out so far, but we didn't feel like we had a very adequate picture. But that was something that's on our radar to bring back up once we have a full story. Um, but it, it does look like it's suspicious. He was not a person to step out. He did actually provide information to um, to Brnovich's office. That information was a video <coughs> of people that were deleting um, files from the system. They know who they are, and yet no arrests have been made. And I think the reason why the arrests haven't been made is because it sends a shockwave <coughs> through um, that, hey, listen, yeah, we caught this guy deleting files. Why is he deleting logs? Why are we deleting logs? You did it, and now that we know who you are, why are we not going after that person? And you heard Ron Watkins come out and say that you know he has uh, that video as well. So I'll be reaching out to uh, Ron Watkins and saying, listen, uh, time, time for you to give me that video so that I can actually play it for the American people to hear and see. And then we'll just do the who's who, who done it, right? Well, a couple of things. I want to tell you how much uh, you mean to everybody out here showing your manitude. Instead of your attitude, you're showing your manitude. You're not afraid to uh, defend your family at all costs, and uh, we're right there with you. So when it's time to go, there's plenty of people going to go with you. The other thing is they've got all of our prisoners, prisoners of war in D.C., and we need to go get them out. We either need to go get them out or we need to lock up a bunch of their side and say, okay, we're going to hold these prisoners in the dungeon, the Schumers, the Schiffs, the Waters, whoever we can get our hands on, and say, we're going to lock you guys up and treat you the same way you're treating our uh, citizens. 
yeah. that are not being given uh, the uh, the right of uh, a hearing and uh, innocent until proven guilty. So that's all I wanted to say. We appreciate what you're doing. We're 100% there, you with Lindell, the whole the whole group, and uh, the infighting, as you said, needs to stop. We've got enough enemies. We don't need to fight internally. Yeah, 100%. Hey, Scott, thank you for calling. God bless you. And, yes, we need to get our prisoners out of the D.C. jails. They need to start treating people. Those are all people, by the way, that were that were charged. 99% of them were charged with misdemeanors. They're letting people that have rioted and looted and burned buildings out on $500,000 uh, uh, bails. They are literally punishing these people for being Americans and looking for a redress of grievance. So we're behind you 100%. We will be working on that in the new year. But the biggest thing for us is to honor them is going to be get to the bottom of this election fraud. And we certainly are going to do that. Thank you, Scott. All right. So I'm, I'm right now just at, I'm at a place where um, I'm pretty angry. There's a seven-year-old out of New Hampshire that um, was reported missing this week. A seven-year-old. This seven-year-old that was reported missing this week, something that you should know about this seven-year-old is that um, she had been missing for two years. She was missing for two years before she was um, reported missing. Two years. How do you feel about that? A seven-year-old little girl. What happened to her? Was she abducted by, like, a parent or... Talking like to the family. Talking to the family. So it's she's just MIA. I yeah. I don't know where she went. Yeah. No, it's like, I, can't, I don't have kids, so I can't, I can't imagine what that would, would feel like. But two years. Yeah. Yeah, but two, the FBI is busy uh, raiding James O'Keefe's house. Yeah, and, I mean... And, and doing, you know, putting their resources there. And... You know, colluding with Guys, leftist media outlets. If if my daughter or my son was gone for two hours, I would turn over every rock, every car, every house to find my child. You have a seven-year-old, and they're being coy in the story that they just reported on Fox News. They're coy on the story that you have a semi-blind seven-year-old girl that they literally lost for two years. And you know what other things that they're hiding they're not talking about is was she in foster care? Was she not in foster care? Is it another breakdown of the government being corrupt and just overbloated and not taking care of people? Is it another example of sex trafficking? Is it another example of someone not being held accountable because of who they are? Is it another John Benet Ramsey? I mean, this is happening everywhere. And I have a friend, by the way, that showed me, I was looking at her page um, that she built and kids are disappearing at, on, an, on the average. There's a child in January of 2021 that disappeared from Denver International Airport, 16 years old. Whew, disappeared, nothing to be seen, gone. Have you seen the whole TikTok culture behind these, like, teen, like I mean, even some of them are preteens. Teenage girls, 15, 16-year-old girls. It's nearly pornographic. And it's this, it's this culture, you know, that they're, they're pushing out there. I mean, it's, I don't have TikTok, um, but the, the the videos will end up on Instagram as well as, as well as like reels. Yeah. And so they've created an entire generation of 14, 15, 16 year old kids that are all they have no they have no aspirations. Yeah. Like you can, there, there's like a dozen people I graduated high school from that they have only fans now. You know, they're running. I mean, it's it's the complete degradation and, and, and grooming of my generation and then even what's even more dangerous is the upcoming generation you know we were kind of the trial run on that but i'm, I'm not joking there there are women 30 year old women that i went to school with that are their sole source of income is selling their body on platforms like OnlyFans. um and so then you start talking about these young kids disappearing there's no age vetting there's no rigorous age vetting uh to hop on TikTok and start doing these X-rated challenges, it's uh, really scary. As a parent, I, I, as I said, I don't have kids, but I, I can't imagine having to navigate having a, a, a preteen or teenage kid in in the current environment with how how badly uh, social media and 
all of it has morphed and mutated over the past two years. Yeah, so just to give you just a, a high-level view of all the things that we're, we're seeing out there, the reason why I bring this up is because sex trafficking has become a serious problem. We saw a report of the Latinos for Trump that came out of Texas that were finding passports and bracelets for kids um, at the border. If, you ha if you're not aware of this, they had about a $3 billion proposal to restart the border wall in Texas. And um, they are denying now, they are now denying anyone from, uh, for, for to be relocated inside of Texas um, that come across the border um, on the federal side. So there's, there's a real big push right now for us to have accountability at the border. But right now, it's coming a little bit too little too late. There are massive numbers of kids, women, uh, undocumented people from different countries that have flooded in this country. We have a terrorist issue, but we also have a, you know, what are they doing with these, these women and children? What are they doing with, and boys too. And by the way, boys, when they're done with them, they, they don't get to be let out and, you know, they're killed. So you have sex trafficking, which leads to organ harvesting and a bunch of other things that the radical left want to tell you doesn't exist. And yet we just had the, um, what is it, the uh, Maxwell ah, uh, yes. Yes. Maxwell trial, which ended in a sealing of the record. And then the DA released all charges on the uh, security guards that were watching Epstein. Yeah, all day. Uh, they, I mean, they... Well, not only that, the Manhattan DA closed the probe into nursing home deaths without charging Cuomo. And that happened also in um, New York. And if we look at some of the other things that are happening um, around the country that we should be concerned with is that we are, we are absolutely just stunned by the amount of in-your-face evil that we're dealing with today. It's, it's stunning. It's stunning. It's stunning what we're dealing with. Um, obviously, Bet Betty White died um, on Friday. Um, you would say that that's maybe, you know, put all of your stuff aside. You know, she was an icon, a legend, nearly 100 years old, died about two weeks before her 100th birthday. And um, there are some reports that she got a booster shot on the 28th and that she died as a result of that. I will tell you that um, there's no report that she actually did get a booster shot. That was a meme. We want to be really careful what we say as far as fake news. Um, but that from her family is not true. So, I, you know, Jake, we're, we're, we're dealing with a lot of stuff that, frankly, is exposing the radical left. But we need to come out stronger on the one thing that will solve a lot of these consequences we're dealing with. And that is getting to the bottom of the election fraud. We know that the machines are designed to defraud the American people. We know that they steal elections across the entire country. And we know that that's why the big push for Dominion across 50% of our votes was done between 2016 and 2020. We know it. Right. And, and there's a component of, you know, we're in January of 2022. You're looking at 2020 or what is it, 22 months before the records have to be, you know, they can be completely cleared. So there's this stalling process that's going on since November 2020 until now. And I think there's this awkward interlude where they have to they've run out of excuses on their part. Right. Uh, so they have to go with the uh, divisiveness of dividing our, you know, the right side of, of anyone involved in election integrity movement. And I think it's a rush to either distract and, and invalidate between now and the midterm elections. But in the middle, they're also rushing on top of that to get through H.R. 1, which right. would prevent any such discussions from ever being even able to take place, right? Yeah, so, so if that happens, then we literally are a communist nation. So Washington, D.C. and the you know attorney general of Washington, D.C. gets to dictate every component of election law. So they wouldn't have to deal with the issue of Arizona going and doing an audit or uh, you know, the, the sheriff in Racine County being involved in the elections. They'd just send in their troopers. They'd send in their nationalized federal troopers to administer the election, choose who the machines are. And so there's this awkward interlude between them trying to dismantle and discredit anything pertaining to the audits and then them getting the fix-all through so they don't even have to deal with that headache anymore. Yeah. So I, a friend called me and said, you know, what do we do? What can we do? And I think that the idea of, yeah, no, the machines don't just flip votes. The machines don't commandeer and have a mind of their own. It's not Terminator. You need a trigger man, right? 
And I think... Because you just, only need one. Right. But the louder you are, the more you talk about it, is the only way, as we, we're figuring out what happens between now and November, Right. is if you can put enough of a spotlight on the fact that from state to state, a trigger man is needed, if there's so much noise and recognition... You know, disregarding any noise that's and division that's coming on the, from the right, you just have to keep you know beating the rock, and keep keep that conversation going, because if you're the trigger man, and I keep telling the public that one day in November, the trigger man's going to act. Twenty twenty, the 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 prevalence of a trigger man functioning in the shadows was was fine. No one was talking about it until. Well, you started talking about it. Right. And so that's the reality is that the outcome of an election, you know, do I think you're going to replace the machines between now and then? Probably not. Do I, do, do I think that, you know, we're going to get a 50 state audit? Probably not. But put the, put the light and put the noise on whoever is or whoever may be that trigger man because, you know, Human tendency is if you think you're going to get away with something or you're not going to be ridiculed and you can do it in the dead of night, you're probably going to do it. But if you have a flashlight on that that role, on that, that job, and explain that to your friends and explain it to your families, that no, the machines don't just flip votes. They don't. You have a backdoor janitor. Let's call him the janitor. Right? They got a key to the backdoor of the building. Here's the problem. It had to be... A, it had to be an intelligence community job. It had to. I mean, it, you, you can say whatever you want, but it had to be people that are bad actors inside of our government because we have bad actors everywhere in our government. You had to. Had to. Had to. So and, just keep up the noise and disregard the noise they're trying to and, and they're trying to create. So, so let's talk about 2022 and what we can do. We'll be doing that over the next couple of days. But um, we've been on here now for um, about two and a half hours, so I, I made up for the fact that I was not on this morning. So um, we'll be back on again tomorrow morning. It probably will be um, Jake and probably Greg. Do you think you'll handle it for tomorrow morning? Well, we, yeah. we, we should run a 24-hour, too. I'd like to do 24 oh hours gosh, with you. Please Are you hating on me? No. no. Oh, no. 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 Yeah, I was oh, saying you're going to be alive. on tomorrow. He is alive. Don't cough in the camera or in the thing. I think if Joe and I did 24 hours together, it would be quite interesting towards, towards it would get, ladder. It would get really weird. Ladder. It, would, it, would get re- it would get really weird. Really weird. Okay, uh, so, hey, guys, um, la- last thing I will tell you um, before we close. Again, Air Medicare Network, um, everyone wants to make sure their family is protected in a medical emergency, no matter what the cost. But what most of us do not think about is our insurance does not necessarily cover the cost of an emergency medical flight. Um, we also don't think about high deductibles and or copays. This is why AMCN is so important. If emergency arises, you won't see a bill for your air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. They do service over 100,000 patients a year, and your entire family is covered. Now, as a listener to the show, you can get a $50 Visa or American uh, Amazon gift card. We'll just say Visa gift card because you don't want anything from Amazon. Um, with a new membership, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use the offer code daily. As I told you before, I am also a member, um, but I'm not the president. You ever seen that? Okay, never mind. No, I don't watch television. All right, so, so uh, we're going to close up, but I want you guys to know you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, Pandora, um, uh, all the main guys. We, we have been a little bit uh, shadow banned in certain areas. So we've got some other platform ideas that we're going to be launching over here in a bit. And and do us a favor, go subscribe to our Rumble channel. It's Conservative Daily. You can go to their main page, search by channel, yeah. and subscribe to the channel. We're uh, about eleven thousand subscribers now. My goal is if we could get that to a hundred k, and by the end of the year, maybe halfway through the year. You know, I don't want to be greedy, but uh, makes a, a a a huge help for us when we're dealing with sponsors hey so i also want to put this out there my friend josh who's my partner just so you know he is in the hospital and he's in icu he's the one that had covid that i went and got and got i just want to give you an update on that he had pneumonia and a fungus developed in his lung um and uh so went on friday with paralysis saturday with paralysis he's been in the hospital ever since and uh yesterday at 4 a.m his lung lungs collapsed so um he now has something in his chest that's helping him so that he can um, breathe so 
if you could do me a favor and uh, just say some prayers for for him, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, he is a good man. And um, also, I, I did bring this up before. I talked about my friend Ashley Rivas. Uh, she was the patriot from Colorado that had cancer. Um, did a little bit of a tribute to her and put things up. She did pass away on, uh, on Sunday um, early. So she has been a fierce warrior and a supporter of all those other people that were also dying of cancer or getting treatment for cancer. And so she gave them a lot of hope as well. So just say a few prayers for um, Ryan, who is her husband. He is also a, uh, a veteran um, and a father of, uh, of their three kids. So um, just a little shout out to them because they are amazing people. And um, just say a little prayer of comfort for them. Also, uh, just a prayer of comfort for anyone else in our audience that may be suffering with things. COVID, Roger had COVID, Scott had COVID. I'm just hoping that you guys all get better. Um, again, this has been another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe Oltman. And I'm Jake Freak. Pri- Pri- and we will, we will see you tomorrow. And um, God bless you all. And uh, have a great night.